you know, with the fake news, everything is COVID. COVID, COVID, COVID. I had it. Here I am, right? I had it. First Lady had it. Barron had it, but Barron had it for about 12 seconds. Young, young, immune system, young. No, it's uh, COVID. You turn on the news. COVID, COVID. You know when they're going to stop talking about it so much? November 4th, you're right. Thing we've seen in a lot of the, 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 the black community, which is mostly Democrat, is that uh, President Trump's policies are the policies that can help people break out of the problems that they're complaining about, but he can't want them to be successful more than they want to be successful. Uh, you didn't mean people being abducted and brought into slavery and put in chains was a choice. What you were talking about is people making decisions that would enslave them financially and enslave their lives. to start having more important conversations of the operating system of your life. Out slavery for 400 years? For 400 years? That sounds like a choice. Welcome to another episode of The Uninvited. This is your host, Jerry Jones. Um, this is not the show um, that I hoped to have or wanted to have or even what I recorded a couple days ago. Um, but it's the show that I feel like I need to have. Um, it's... Um, it's been kind of a rough, rough couple days. Um, you're listening to um, Bilal with The Roots. And there'll just be music playing in the background. I, I'm hoping that none of these great artists uh, that will be on here tonight will sue me. But, you know, I got to tell you, I think getting sued would not be the worst thing I will have felt um, this week. Um, the voice of the, of the, of the young, young person that you heard was the son of Walter Wallace Jr., who was, um, gunned down in front of his home. Um, today's Wednesday, so this would have been, um, this would have been what, Monday? Sunday, Monday? Um... If you, you've probably have seen the story by now, um, but uh, Mr. Wallace was having a bipolar episode, um, was in under duress, and um, you know, I, I believe there were calls for you know some sort of mental health services but of course you know at 911 you know the officers are usually the first to show they are the first responders um but he was gunned down um in front of his home in front of family and friends and uh I don't know it just really I don't you know 
I thought I, I had kind of gotten numb to the whole thing. Um, but this one hit me particularly hard. Just knowing that just a few days before, President Barack Obama uh, had been in Philadelphia uh, out campaigning. Um, and I don't know. I'm just, I mean, I'm just full disclosure. Uh, I, I don't have a script for this. Like I said, I, I had originally planned on talking about COVID and, you know, the election. And I suppose it, look, we're six days away from, uh, from the election. And, um, I don't think there's anything else that could be said or could be done that's going to either convince us to vote or not vote that will get us to change our vote um, to do what I what I believe is unequivocally the, the right thing to do. So I think more than anything, I'm just kind of on here to just try to process um, my my thoughts um but you know i i I just feel like there really is not not much that um people with brown skin and black skin um or yellow skin or skin that is not white (laughs) um there doesn't appear to be much that that we can do to, to have a positive experience <laughs> from dialing three simple numbers. Those three numbers um, for, for unfortunately for a lot of people of color and I will speak from my perspective as a black man those three numbers um, can really be a death sentence. Um, the person who called, and I, I believe there probably were multiple people who called 911, were simply saying, hey, there's a man out here with a knife. Um, for those who knew him, I believe his mother had called or at least had notified the authorities while they were present, like, hey, he's got some, a mental health issue. He's under duress. When people call 911, most people, most people aren't like um, the Central Park, Central Park Amy. They're not thinking about, I'm going to call 911 so something really horrible happens to this person. Um, But invariably, it it happens. When 911 is called and a black person is involved, um, it seems that more times than not, something not good happens. Where the best possible outcome, think about it, when we're really calling 911 for a public safety emergency, or we're calling 911 for a medical emergency. So, where I work, I work in healthcare. And I've been working in health equity for, is, you know, I've been working in that field for, I don't know, 10, 12 years. Um, 
the disparities in access to health is so great. Um, so quite often when a person of color has to call 911 for an ambulance, it's probably because a we don't we don't have a primary care medical home, we don't have a doctor. Um, if we do have insurance, just like and this isn't a a black thing. This is this is absolutely like a working class thing. Um, we have insurance plans that we can't afford a deductible. We can't afford the out-of-pocket maximum. Um, and in, and sadly, in many cases, we can't even um, afford the, the copay. So 911 works because they actually send somebody. And it's usually because we've had to wait until we just can't wait anymore. And we get emergent care and they don't. They don't stick us with the bill right away. We can actually get the help that we need when we need it, and we figure, well, we don't have the money to pay anyway, so what's the difference, right? In either case, that 911 call, the medical emergency call, nothing good happens from that. Um, because even with the lack of a, of, you know, we don't have to make payment right away, um, we are getting less than care. Um, like I said, I didn't do I didn't I didn't do advanced notes, but what we what we see from um, historical data um, from health systems um, over the past few years, several years, like I say few years, probably the last 15 years, the data is pretty clear that you know African Americans receive less quality of care, and we 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 we. Um, measure that by outcomes so we can look at the maternal health rate we can look at low birth weight we can look at um, infant mortality rate we look at um, things um, like um, diabetes so um, a1c we look at um, blood pressure we look at colorectal screenings we can look at all of these objective measures and what we see across the board even when you factor for education when you factor in um, finances, that across the board, African Americans have worse health outcomes than um, individuals who are white. Um, and that is a byproduct in many respects of the same thing that cause, causes um, the negative effects of calling 911 for a public safety emergency, which is structural racism. Um, usually when 911 is called, especially when it's a public safety emergency involving a black person, the black person is at risk. Whether they are the person who might be posing the public safety risk, they could be someone, um, as in uh, Jacob Blake's case, someone trying to um, break up an incident. You can get shot in the back. You can even be the person who called 911 um, and have something negative happen to you, which in this case, um, you know, Walter Wallace Jr.'s family and friends. Um, Rage Against the Machine, for those of you who aren't familiar. Um, so, yeah, it's just 911. Um, uh, I should, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I probably should have slid some public enemy in here. 
Um, get up, get down. Nine one one's a joke in your town. Uh, that was, uh, I believe, that was in eighty eight, eighty nine, um, and here we are in twenty twenty. And nine one one, those three numbers are getting people killed. Um, so at a certain point, look, I am not telling people not to to dial nine one one. I I've I've called nine one one in the past. I, I don't think I have in the past maybe seven, eight years. Um, I can tell you this much. Um, unless it's a fire, um, which we did have. I did not call 911. <laughs> uh, but my daughter did call 911. I had a, um, I had a grilling incident uh, this spring. This was maybe a month into um, um, quarantine. And uh, we wanted hot dogs, right? And um, so I'd actually ventured out of the house to uh, replace the propane grill, or not the grill, but the tank. And, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I hooked it up and turned it on, and man, this thing was getting hot fast. I mean, real fast. And it doesn't take long to grill out hot dogs or brats or whatever, but anyway, this propane tank just caught fire, like fire, fire. And um, my neighbors uh, to both sides of me with their hoses and, and me with you know my fire extinguisher and their fire extinguishers tried to put this thing out. But my daughter called 911 and I, I won't tell you this much. This is, nothing will, nothing can make a man feel more manly um, than um, having the fire department called because you almost set your house on fire because you were trying to grill hot dogs on a propane tank. Let me tell you. Um, listen, um, not to digress, but the point is, um, if law if law enforcement showed up, I think I don't know. I'm just glad that law enforcement didn't show up that day. And I, I, so I'm just, I guess I'm just processing. I'm not making any sense. Um, just to say that I don't know if I'm ever going to be, I don't think I'm going to be dialing 911 in my near future. And uh, I guess I just want to caution people um, that if they're going to call 911 to really think Obviously, if it's a medical emergency, if it's a fire, some you know dumbass is is setting his house on fire trying to, to grill hot dogs. By all means, call nine one one. But I think in all other instances, you got to think long and hard. Unless it's like a crime in progress, really, really please be careful about calling nine one one, especially on a person of color. Um. Because it, it just has consequences. Um, I'm saying um a lot. And I've been working on that. And um, But I'm just... Rage Against the Machine. I'm angry, trying to get angry. I think we've got some... Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be it, actually. This is, um, this is a mini pod. Uh, I will probably come back on Sunday and then of course the day after the election to 
to to really kind of get in the mindset. Remember, we're six days out. I did include. You heard over a loudspeaker vote Trump 2020. That was a New York um, Police Department. Um, I don't know if that officer has been disciplined. I would hope that he, at minimum he's been suspended, but my expectation would be that he would be fired. But over New York PD issue speakers actively promoting uh, Trump 2020 in a predominantly ethnically diverse neighborhood that is probably not looking to support Trump. I just, and I included that to say, this is what we're up against, right? And between Jared Kushner saying that black people have to want freedom for themselves more than he and Donald Trump wants it, to hear police officers actively campaigning for Donald Trump, um, to hear young sons eulogizing their father, for our public consumption for almost kind of like um, as a form of I don't even know what to call it but it just seems savage that we we put young children and parents in the position of having to go before the media to humanize a victim of state sponsored violence like that just feels wrong to me um, so again, just think about, just, let's just be honest and let's, let's think about not calling 911 unless it's absolutely necessary. Um, and let's just, let's, let's please vote. If you haven't cast your vote, please do it. Um, we're six days away and I would say at this point, if you haven't mailed in your ballot, you're going to have to bite the bullet and, and show up uh, at the polling place and vote. Uh, some states, uh, I saw the Supreme Court has, is allowing North Carolina to, to re- you know, receive ballots up to two to three days after the election is over. But if you haven't mailed it by now, you're going to have to drop that thing off or you're going to have to vote um, in person. Again, I just... More than anything, I want to thank you for indulging me while I rant. This is more like talk therapy uh, and not really a podcast at all. But just be careful, be mindful, be considerate of people of color when you you, you dial 911. And please like encourage law enforcement to reimagine how they police black and brown people and minoritized and marginalized communities. Um, again, thank you. Be safe out there. And uh, we will catch you on the flip side uh, of the uninvited. Peace. <laughs>